Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All right, let's talk about some of your rankings here, okay? You, you, you release one of these every week, and, um, you know, there's mild shakeups here and there every now and again. But I, I just wanted to kind of touch base with you uh, on your rankings here and, and focus in on, on a couple different position groups. Um, I want to talk to you about Sky Moore. And, and the reason I say that is because I think Juju has played okay. I just don't yeah. know if he's played great. Um, and obviously he is the Kansas City's primary slot receiver. I don't think, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Sky Moore uh, can kick outside to any degree. Um, and I think he needs, again, Juju to kind of sort of get out of the way before anything happens there with Sky Moore. Now, tell me if I'm wrong there, A, and then B, you know, what do you kind of see projecting forward a role for Sky Moore in that Kansas City offense? It's tough because – I love Sky more the player, right? I, I think he re- he's a really, really good player. Um, one of my favorites from the draft, like one of my favorite of the non-tier one, tier two type of guys in this right. past year's draft class. Um, but I, I kind of disagree with you about the about the slot stuff because okay. I think when you look at um, when you just when you just look at uh, the way he beat press man coverage, and I know the first thing everybody says you post anything about Sky Moore get press man coverage accessory well look at the level of competition i know where he played i know but what do you want a guy to do at lower level of competition you don't want to be like wow look you look at the 70th percentile or 60th percentile success rate versus man like no you want him to go out there and have like a 75 but like the full-on 86 percentile 90th percentile type success rate stuff and you know what sky Moore did that okay he went out there and dominated dominated that low level of competition. I'm not saying like, oh, he's better than Jamison Williams because his success rates are higher. No, I'm just saying in his individual, like his individual game, freaking rocks. That's where Sky Moore is. I think Sky Moore is their best man coverage beating receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes, we t- we talked about this with uh, Alex Gelhar a couple episodes ago. Patrick Mahomes, and this is still true, has faced more dropbacks against man coverage than any other quarterback in the NFL, which is a complete reversal of the way teams right. played them last year when he faced a ton of zone coverage. Um, and obviously it's, we know why they're doing it. It's because teams don't respect the receivers that they're rolling out right now. And we know why if we're, if we look at reception perception data, Juju is a good player, good zone beater, never been a good press man coverage beater, right? We know that it, last year, third worst success rate burst man coverage. Um, MBS I mean, geez, MVS. Oh, my God. Seventh worst success rate versus man coverage player. And he can only run two routes. 
nines yes. and corners. That's I it. Know. Maybe a post route every now and again. So um, With shaky hands. Good Lord. Yeah. He's got a little, he got unlucky last week that he had, did have a touchdown. It got called back. Not, not to anything due to his own, but so I'm not going to totally bag on the guy, but he's a role player. I think Juju even is a role player, but um, you know, you, the interesting thing you mentioned about the slot stuff, you just look on the balance of the season. Um, Juju and McCole uh, Hardman's slot rates are actually pretty close. Like, just if you look on the balance of the season, Nicole Hardman leads the team in percentage of snaps from the slot at 46%. Um, Juju, 43.5% on the year. But then, like, the longer the year's gone on, if you if you just sort it from week five, 58.5% snaps in the slot for McCole Hardman, 47.6% for Sky Moore. Those are the two highest on the team since week five. And Juju's down at 36 or 38.6%, which I think you could argue is not the best use for Juju Smith-Schuster, but that might be, I think that's the guy who's starting to lose playing time to Sky Moore because Sky Moore's involvement is ticking up slowly but surely, which I think we all expect. Like Tyreek Hill came on a slow burn when he was a rookie. McCole Hardman came on as a slow burn when he was a rookie for this team. They're bringing Sky Moore, who did come from a lower level of competition, along slow, and I think he's starting to eat into McCole Hardman's snaps. Um, You know, 22.2% targets per route run. The last since week five for Sky Moore. When he's on the field, they're getting him involved. I would love to just see McColl just kind of disappear yeah. from this. I, I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure what he brings to the table, uh, from a Kansas City perspective. Um again, I, I know he's got that unbelievable speed, which is great, but <laughs> I don't think he utilized the speed too well. Yeah. They, um, they, they, they have I, I a speed guy. They have MBS is their right. Speed exactly. MBS is already guy. is already their speed guy. He's already their downfield threat. Um, I think Juju, I think fits very nicely uh, in there as a slot and is able to kind of alleviate some of that slot pressure actually away from Travis Kelsey, which is why Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, has been able to get the looks that he gets because you do have to account for two inside guys. And 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 the great thing about what Andy Reid has done is that he doesn't overlap with their their what they do. You know, they both yeah. attack different parts of the field at different times in on the same play. Um, and you and the defenses have to account for that. Uh now again, the A dot for Patrick Mahomes has obviously come down significantly with Tyreek Hill in in South Beach. But I mean, tell me that this offense still doesn't look amazing. It still looks great. I know. That's why it's like you're sitting here. We're picking nits with these receivers. Mahomes is still great. They still have Travis Kelsey. Like the reason that Aaron Rodgers looks like he's, you know, lost in the wilderness without Devontae Adams and, you know, Patrick Mahomes is still cruising without Tyree Kills because Patrick Mahomes still has Travis, Travis Kelsey, right? And like <laughs> these are, I, I also think it's and crazy. Andy Reid for sure. Yeah. That and Andy Reid. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and, and, you know, Mahomes is okay if somebody goes in motion on a play. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> I know, hates, right, exactly. hates that now. He's he's like Big Ben. Don't put me in motion. Don't any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, whatever. Anyways, like, I think when you just look at this team, they do need more from somebody to beat man coverage. I think Sky Moore is that player, and I think okay. we'll see more of him. So I did bump him up. In the rest of the season rankings, I bumped him into a new tier. Uh, they're, you know, kind of in the group of guys that, that, you know, you don't have to roster. Tier eight, like Nico Collins, Jahan Dotson, Isaiah McKenzie, Chase Claypool, like that group of guys, like sort of fringe roster players, but you should, but he's moving up. By the way, just one one last thing. People yeah. out there are so, so like, 
what Sky Moore must not be good if they're playing Juju and MBS ahead of him. It's like, you idiots. They signed these guys to like contracts in the offseason. Like veteran deference is a real thing. Yeah, he's a rookie. Like, and they gave MBS money. They gave Juju money. Like, I don't that is it's tough. I don't know that like he's gonna take MBS's job or take Juju's job or something like that, but um he can get in there and earn more targets than those guys because he's just he might be better. Like I think I think Juju is a guy and and MBS is like a fringe guy. Um, and I think more could be better than that. <laughs> like I said, I would love to see, I, I still think Juju's got something going. Me too. Um, yeah. And I think, I think, I think Kansas city would be smart to figure out if you guys, and again, I don't know enough about sky more. Uh, trust me. I, I did not sit there, sit down and watch a ton of Western Michigan tape. Okay. I'm just saying, but I what, trust you, life I, or something, <laughs> but I trust guys like yourself, uh, that have been, you know, had hyperbolic almost really with sky Moore and saying that they, they really like what they see. Um, and if he's, and if he can beat man, listen, bro, listen, bro. Like, can he just keep Juju on the field? Keep Kelsey on the field, find a way to get sky Moore on the field, get me out of here, get MVS out of here. Like if he <laughs> yeah. starts, if he starts eating into their snaps, ain't nobody going to be mad at that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. Let, let's figure out a way. You know, Patrick Holmes, like you're a God. If you're, you're this offense is this good. You are this good. And there are two like enough already players. And like, we're definitely at enough already territory <laughs> with MBS. We've been at enough, te- enough already territory yeah. with, uh, with McCole Hardman. So yeah, you know, you're a baller when you can do that. Yeah, exactly. So uh, again, if Sky Moore can, uh, can eat into their snap share, man, I think everyone, everybody would be happy. Kansas city fans, uh, fantasy fans and and yeah because let's make it happen let's go let's keep it going that would be great uh by the way it's funny because sometimes I, I just talk to you about stuff and that's what this podcast really is it's like such a little hybrid of like fantasy and just like real life football because i don't know it's like you and i talk about fantasy all day long and and do that kind of stuff and then when we get into this space it's like it's fun because we get to actually chop up just like regular old football too on top of the fantasy yeah. aspects as well. And that's kind of why I want to bring up Sky Moore because I'm very intrigued by his prospects in what should be a great offense with a great coordinator, uh, uh, excuse me, a great quarterback and a great coach. Uh, Sky is the limit for Sky Moore. Okay. Um, wanted to talk very quickly about some of the, the running backs you got here. Okay. So uh, in this uh, tier three and four, you've got Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, uh, Baby beast mode uh, in Damian Pierce, and then Najee Harris has fallen all the way down. I, I'm going with I'm going with uh, baby beast mode there with Damian Pierce. By the way, I like it. I like it. I mean, he didn't he have some more like broken tackles in a game than ever in like Pro Football Focus history or something like that. A couple of like, yeah, something the game like that. before the buy, some crazy I, stuff. But. I mean, Jesus, he he had like four broken tackles in one play. So I mean, that that, that makes yeah, a lot of sense. Yeah, he's nuts. Uh, he's a good player. I mean, this whole tier three of guys, it's. You know, especially the players and not named Najee Harris. It's like Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Damian Pierce, Josh Jacobs, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, even, uh, you know, you could argue, like I could hear an argument that you want those guys as running back ones the rest of the way. Um, you talked about the schedule for Brees Hall. Um, I think that's a little concerning, but shoot, like, if you fell into these guys, your 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 team is very good in fantasy because oh, all of these life. guys, oh yeah, it's, even Josh Jacobs, who you know, was totally disrespect, like literally every fantasy analyst except Andy Barons owes Josh Jacobs a huge apology this year. 
Andy was like the only one that was going out on a limb, I think, to defend um, damn Josh Jacobs. But this whole group of guys just I think they're I think they could be within the top 10 players of the position, you know, by the end of the year. And I yeah. mean, I don't know who I, I definitely am kind of conservative with with these rest of season rankings like. You know, I still have Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, Alvin Kamara ahead of them. Um, but you know, it's it's really not that big of a gap. Like tier the 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 guys at the back half of tier two and the guys in the early part of tier three are, are pretty similar. But um, just obviously, the longer you see it, the more you feel better about it with these rookies. But yeah, these guys are they're going to be big values. All, all of them: Hall, Walker, Pierce, Jacobs, Stevenson, and you know, Miles Sanders and Najee Harris. I have in the same tier, but. You know, they're kind of like, I think, running back twos with, with more upside if things break the right way. But things are breaking the right way for the first four names, I, I four or five names I listed there, not Najee Harris, obviously. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Yeah, in terms of being conservative, I think with uh, some of these running back groups, I, I think I think that's right, right? Because like I think we can sit here and say Najee Harris probably belongs in the RB tier three. I think he belongs there. But if you were to say, okay, would you rather have Najee Harris or and then you list about five or six dudes in in tier four? I think you would rather have those guys, right? So um, I'm not saying really it's wrong I, to yeah, put. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I mean, I'd rather have CEH than Najee Hair. I'm just, I'm worried about the foot. Uh, I mean, again, better off. I mean, you're, you're the king of, of opening my eyes to like, you know, offensive, you know, ecosystems impacting running backs, dude. Yeah. But it would, but it would, but it would be nice if they could, they were using just CEH, but they're not, you know, in, in, in Kansas city. Like that's the thing is. Jared McKinnon is like leading the snaps. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. I know. Pacheco looks pretty good. Anytime he gets out there, but. Yeah, everybody in tier four, you know, and and it's a it's a big growing group, you know, like uh, it's CEH all the way down to like Brian Robinson and James Conner. They're all like kind of startable running backs in the right spots, but you don't feel a hundred. Every one of them has a major wart, I think, on their, um, you know, on their profile. Guys like Travis Etienne are in this tier that I think could could jump out of it, but he's got to like totally ice James Robinson. And I don't see him totally icing James Robinson. Right. You know, both Dallas backs are in that group. They've obviously got they're they're splitting the workload. Um, Brian Robinson, like you know, a lot of concerns there too. Daryl Henderson. How long is he going to hold up in this group? But David Montgomery in, is in tier four. And it's like, right. now they've got the bears saying they're going to go with the, the hot hand approach. So well, I think, first of all, first of all, what was I telling you in Chicago? This coaching staff is inept. <laughs> they are not it doesn't matter how much game tape they've seen on on freaking david montgomery um versus khalil herbert they're gonna go right back to da- david montgomery and that's exactly what they did it's maddening 
Eberflus needs know, to be yeah. arrested. Like, he needs to arrested. be arrested. <laughs> like, dude, wh- how could you see this small sample? How could you see the sample size with, with Khalil Herbert and not just immediately give him the starting job? It's absolute, just crazy talk, man. Like, and that's why I'm saying, like, when David Montgomery was coming back, I was like, I said it on this podcast. I said it on my show on Direct I was like, I guarantee you. Eberflus is going to give David Montgomery that starter gig back, and he's going to get that 70% snap share because Eberflus needs to be arrested. <laughs> like, it is criminal negligence is what is happening in Chicago. Stop it with David Montgomery. He needs to be, like, on the 35% side of that backfield split. It's absolute madness that he's getting 70 75%. Just crazy. Absolute craziness. Okay, sorry. Rant over. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, James just sent a man to prison. I, I don't. I don't know how to follow that up. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Clue Herbert obviously has more juice. That's that's for sure. Uh, I'm actually I'm actually happy to see that you uh, went aggressive. Actually, in my opinion, with with Daryl Henderson, I think you're probably more aggressive with Daryl Henderson than than consensus. I would imagine having him there, uh, right there with this with a pretty you know pretty solid group of Ceh David Montgomery Ezekiel Elliott. Travis Etienne. Yeah, like I said, all these guys you could start in fantasy. It's just they have a significant wart or or two. Right. Um, for for Daryl Henderson, you know, the running game has not been good in LA, pretty much no matter who trots out there. The talk about you some offensive ecosystems, that might be just a bad, bad offensive ecosystem this year. Right. The line the is line. bad. Yeah. Henderson always, like by hook or by crook, loses his job. Whether it's injuries, <laughs> right. whether whether somebody right. else just one way or another. Henderson has a good stretch and then he loses his job. Now Akers is out. He's out of LA, right? Yeah. I don't know who the hell is trading for Cam Akers. That still is like no one. Nobody, right? <laughs> no, you know, I mean, absolutely no. <laughs> then again, I said nobody was trading for Robbie Anderson and hey, they're the Arizona Cardinals. Just yeah. one receiver away. One more receiver. One more one receiver more. will do Let's it. Keep one going. more will do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I don't know about uh about Cam Akers, but I do know he's done in LA. And I I um probably gotta add him somewhere in this group like I think maybe running back tier eight but you know Kyron Williams rookie running back there I think is a guy worth keeping an eye on because I think he was going to run ahead of Cam Akers as the RB2 in week one had um had old old uh you know not yeah like an injury on the special team right right? oh buddy Mm -hmm. Kyron Williams so when he gets off IR I think he's someone that could end up being a um a big time contributor for this team and potentially like taking Daryl Henderson's job at some point or just outright mixing in with it. Yeah. He's an interesting one, right? Like he's more of a, I think he's a little bit more of a grinder. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess I'm confused by the, the love affair uh, that Sean McVay and the coaching staff has really said really nice things about Kyron Williams. Uh, I guess I'm just confused because if they want to run outside zone and listen, guys, this team they need to hit that outside zone for play action to be effective. And that a lot of this offense um, is predicated on that, right? Like they have to establish some kind of running game or at least be, I guess I shouldn't say established cause that's so like frowned upon now, but like, <laughs> no, listen, like, we're taking, we're taking football back from the nerds. Um, yeah, okay. We can establish perfect. The run. Okay, good. I don't Austin even know. They need Smith. To- yes, exactly. Um, but they need to be productive in the run game. That's what I want to say. They need to be productive. And can a guy with four, six, five speed really stretch it to the outside? I guess I'm just not sure. I think he'll have a role, obviously, especially inside the twenties. 
man, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant there. And I wasn't enamored with his game tape either, but what the hell do I know? I mean, if, uh, if the coaching staff there in LA likes him, then I'm sure he's good. <laughs> you know what I well, mean? He's so, allegedly a great pass protector. And I mean, shoot, this team could that would help somebody. Oh who my can pass God. Protect. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. All right. So there you go. Uh, by the way, if you want to see the rest of Matt Harmon's, uh, rankings, obviously go to the website receptionperception.com. but our time runs short, Matt. Uh, we've got, uh, what Thursday night football by the time people hear this will be happening on, later on today uh, in a beautiful beautiful setup here in week number seven with us uh, I say this uh, tongue-in-cheek because man some of the most big-time offenses <laughs> yeah, are on the sideline man yeah man some big <laughs> fantasy players like hey listen if you're if your team is wrecked by bye weeks this week congratulations you drafted a great team yeah, that's a very good point. Um, but yeah, no, there's a there's a lot of hand wringing in the fantasy streets this week. Gonna have to find some bye week fillings, no doubt about it. Fantasy scoring, I saw a stat, is down all across the board yep. as well. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you have gotten by, man, you you have just gotten by on scraps. And you know what? That's the kind of fantasy world I like to live in. You gotta fight. You gotta claw. You gotta bleed and sweat tears, man. Uh, to win in these fantasy streets. Let's go. Uh, Anyways, I hope everyone has a great week seven. For Matt Harmon, I am James Go. We'll see you.